Hello and welcome back. I am so excited for this week's episode as I am for every week's episode. But before we begin, I really just wanted to extend a huge thank you to everybody's feedback from uh, last week's episode about fulfillment. So many people reached out and mentioned that it was extremely helpful for them and you don't even understand what your words mean to me and it's like I'm not going to get emotional because I'm not going to get emotional but it really uh, is exactly the core purpose of this podcast and why I decided to even start this in the beginning so um, it, it really means a lot and I am so thankful to everybody who even listens to these episodes um, and to know that it is helping someone or makes you feel positive or good in any way is literally just heartwarming to me and makes me feel so good inside. So thank you. Um, Anywho, so on this week's episode, I debated talking about sexuality and feeling comfortable with your partner in the bedroom and making sure both parties needs are met both physically and emotionally, as in your body getting fucked the way you want without your mind getting fucked in the process. If you know, you know. But then it made me think, sexuality and your bedroom standards are part of a bigger topic in any relationship or dating. It's part of your standards in general and how you perceive yourself and your needs. So if you're disappointed and wanted more of a let's get down and dirty type of convo, stay tuned because we will eventually have an episode on how to make sure you're communicating with your partner effectively under the sheets and exploring your sexual needs. Um, Let's just break the ice with something a bit more chill for now. X-rated episodes to come. Don't worry, baby. So what does it mean to raise your dating standards? Simply put, your standards are what you're willing to accept from any given person. In this case, anyone you're dating. Your dating standards are the expectations you have for the type of partner you allow in your life from how they treat you to how they value certain aspects like family to their employment status or even sexual needs. For example, your standards for someone having a secure full-time job or career may be low. In other words, it's not a deal breaker for you to get serious with someone who isn't employed. Maybe your standards for family being a big factor in someone's life are not the highest, so you have no issue dating someone who's estranged or doesn't have contact with their family. You get my point. I don't want to say the most important dating standard, as I think everyone's needs are different, but for the sake of this episode and my own personal account, one of the most important dating standards for me personally to have is how you expect to be treated. If we're talking from a girl's perspective, ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, but our usual basic expectations require honesty, communication, and effort. These are my requirements. Although some people say These are their standards and bat an eye and overlook it when they don't receive it, especially in the early stages of dating. I don't. These are basic needs. If you overlook it early on, I promise it catches up with you later in the relationship, if you even get that far. When we talk about honesty, this means being open with one another. If you want to go out rather than staying in with your girl, just say it. In terms of communication, if you're feeling like it isn't working out or you want more blowjobs during the week, shit, then just say it. Effort-wise, if he says he'll call you, he best call you. Trust me. This may sound extreme and like super rare finds, but this is literally the bare minimum of how healthy partnerships should operate. Literally even the basis of a good friendship. 
But sometimes we get too focused on the end game, on that imagined future we create in our heads when we start dating a new person. We want things to work out so badly that we're, we compromise and forgive until we eventually are asking for the bare minimum. This is a huge no-no. This compromises your standards, which are extremely important in you remaining true to yourself, getting into a correct match partnership, and overall being happy. One of the biggest mistakes we make when dating is accepting less than we know we deserve. We keep our standards way too low sometimes and people take advantage of that, unfortunately. So I want to explain how you can challenge your dating standards and expect more out of the people you date and leave the ones who can't fulfill those standards because you don't need them. You really don't need them. So let's start with the basics. First off, what the hell do you want? Get clear on what you're looking for. The first step to greater self-worth and the relationship you long for is first knowing what you want and then living by it. Many of us know what we want, but fail to actually live by it and continue to make time for people who fail to give that to us. I know this sounds funny, but literally do it. Write a list of all the qualities you want in a future partner. Think about the big and little things. I don't mean just writing a big boob blonde with long curls and wealthy father. Literally describe the qualities that you want and need in someone. Compassion, honesty, humor, kindness, goofiness, care, whatever your heart desires in the perfect partner. Imagine yourself waking up to your perfect person every morning. How do you feel when you look over at them? Do you feel a sense of calm or peace or those butterflies in your stomach? What types of things can you imagine doing together besides doggy style? Like really think deep about this. Does it matter if they're a morning person and you're not? Does it matter if they're a night owl and you're asleep by 9 p.m.? Does it matter if they love to travel all the time and you're not really into that kind of thing? When you're writing this list, think about what they look like as well. You can visualize your ideal type, or I guess you can insert that big boob blonde at this point. I always visualize my partner with darker features. I love dark eyes. I love dark hair. Not that I couldn't see myself dating anyone other than that, but when I made my list, it's just the first thing that came to mind. You should also think about things you're unwilling to compromise on. If you're super religious, maybe consider that you couldn't date someone who isn't. Maybe kids eventually aren't in the stars for you or vice versa. Maybe you could never be with someone who didn't want kids. Get clear on exactly what it is that you're looking for, because if it's a deal breaker, you know right away that it's something you shouldn't twist and bend and compromise on. Plus, it's sexy as hell when you're confident and know exactly what it is that you do and don't want. Look, obviously you won't get every single thing crossed off your checklist. That's not reality. But some things will definitely be more important than others, as well as certain non-negotiables. In setting appropriate standards for what we want and don't want, we allow for, let's say, a natural filtration process to occur in which those who are meant for us are allowed through and those who aren't are left behind. Secondly, red flags are real. As much as I used to love being colorblind, red flags definitely shouldn't be ignored. It's a warning that something isn't matching your needs, what you want out of a situation, and that you probably shouldn't continue whatever you're doing. Red flags come in all forms, but trust me, you know when you see one because you feel it right away. No matter how big or small, don't ignore them. Running 15 to 30 minutes late for dates is a red flag. Your time isn't valuable enough to someone. Saying you'll call and you don't shows that someone can't keep their word. Saying that you can't meet your partner's friends because it's 
quote unquote, too soon, shows that they aren't sure you're worthy enough of a meeting yet. It's all red flags. Why would you want to ignore that and compromise your standards? I guarantee you, you can never change anyone. No matter how good you are to them, no matter if you channel your inner mother Teresa or love them unconditionally, people only change when they want to change. And these small red flags are just sneak peeks they're giving you into who they actually are. So listen. Okay, third, build a relationship on trust. Have you heard this before? Probably. Do you do it? Probably not. So there's no rocket science to this concept. Is one of your key standards in dating honesty or, I don't know, communication? Do you want to get rid of any anxious attachment or doubts and just experience what it feels like to be a normal person and not always doubting every word or action? What is the foundation of any good relationship? Trust. Building it takes ages, but it, is it a key pillar in success? Of course. So how do you find this? Literally, your gut feeling is your best friend. If it smells fishy, it most likely is. If you reach for a guy or girl's phone to Google something or take a photo and they flip out for whatever reason, they aren't the one, babe. It shouldn't be like this. If you have that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach that something's up, it probably is. Unless you have your own undercover issues that you need to sort out. If you start off a relationship or dating on the dishonesty train, it becomes impossible to hop off. Filter through the bullshit and find people who don't trigger your past traumas or feelings of unease. Find people who make you feel secure, safe, and at peace with them. You build healthy relationships off of trust. Next, your partner should match your energy and effort. Oof, this is my favorite one. You want to know what the shittiest feeling is? Well, okay. Besides probably being pregnant and finding out your man is cheating, I would assume. The worst feeling is when you're putting in all the effort and basically keeping a relationship on life support without any effort from the other side. Does this sound familiar? Always starting conversations, making plans, saving new spots to try in town, thinking about when is the next time you'll meet, etc. Guess what? This ain't it. I'm sorry, but the day I chase anybody, let alone a man, for attention or trying to prove to someone all that I have to offer is the day that the Titanic will literally re-emerge on its merry way to sail and Leonardo DiCaprio will appear gliding over on a dolphin. Um, never. <laughs> you shouldn't be chasing anyone or trying to keep anyone interested. You are interesting and your partner should be treating you with the same level of care, love and respect as you do them. They always need to match your energy and effort. If they don't, they simply just don't want you bad enough. Accept it, forget it, and raise the bar. Got it? Good. Okay, next on the list. Pay attention to how they talk about other people or previous partners. This is a really good one. I really like to base a person's character off how they treat others and past partners. No, I'm not saying that they need to drop their bags and help every granny cross the road or go to church on Sundays with their ex, but... I do pay attention to how guys I date treat the servers, for instance, at a restaurant, or a cleaner, or children, or handle certain situations. Likewise, a red flag for me is when guys, in my case, start to bash their ex when talking about them. All of a sudden, the ex is crazy, everyone but them is awful, and all accountability has left the building. For me, this says a lot right away because I believe there's always two sides to every story, and no relationship typically ends one-sided. If this is their version of the story, how do you think they're going to treat or talk about you? Unless there's a valid reason for it, exes shouldn't even really be part of any conversation. They are the past. You should be their present and perhaps one day their future. You both should be focused on that. Next up, work on self-love. 
This is so important when it comes to dating. I can't even begin to express it. You really have to date yourself first before you expect someone else to. You have to love yourself 100% in order to truly understand what your standards are. You have to get to know yourself on a level where you're totally secure and sure of what you offer, what you do and don't stand for, and what it is that you need, not want, in a partner. Self-love will also get you out of relationships that don't benefit you because you respect yourself and your time too much. When you know you're a fucking diamond, you don't allow someone to treat you like coal. And finally, figure out what feels good to you and discover your own body needs, pleasures, etc. I think for so long I used to allow myself to believe that we're confined to a certain set of standards in what is supposed to feel good, what you should be into, what kind of sex is good sex, and what your partner should and shouldn't like, etc. This is all bullshit. I remember when I was dating my one and only ex. I used to want to experiment with different things, like going to a swingers bar, not because I wanted to have sex with other people or see him having sex with others, because I'm a fireball, that shit won't fly with me. But I was curious of what it would feel like to see him being wanted by someone else, or to have him in the room while someone wanted me or was flirting with me. I thought it would bring out a type of desire or fire in me that would make me want him even more and go home after and screw his brains off. Or when I said to him that I wanted him right in a restaurant we were dining at, I told him we have a good 10 to 15 minutes before our food came out. Let's make the most of it. He dismissed all these ideas and made me feel like I was wrong for even wanting to try this stuff. Am I a freak? Maybe, but you should never be with someone who undermines you or makes you feel stupid or silly in any way especially when it comes to sex or intimacy. It's such a tender subject. Luckily, it didn't scar my desires or perception of myself in the bedroom forever, but it very well could have with other people. An important part of setting standards in dating, sex, etc., and prioritizing yourself and your needs is to do just that. Prioritize yourself and discover. Explore your body. Allow yourself to fantasize. Nothing is crazy. Okay, I mean, maybe don't explore having sex with goats, but you get my point. Allow yourself to fully let loose, be free, and figure out what feels good. Then when you meet someone, you're more confident, open, and able to communicate what exactly feels good and discover your partner's standards, needs, and pleasures. It is definitely important that both of your needs line up with one another and complement each other, but the only way to do that is to first allow yourself to explore and figure your side out. So, when you begin setting real standards for yourself and honoring them, in the dating sphere and outside of it, all things will just fall into place. The actual results show for it the moment you refuse to tolerate anything less than you deserve. You'll no longer be inviting or tolerating unavailable people because you'll easily be able to read the signs and filter them out. All of a sudden, you'll start noticing that your usual type changes, and instead you'll be shocked by the contrast in how you're being treated and cared for. Besides all of this, the best part of raising your standards and sticking by them is how fucking good it feels. It's literally a superpower that so many people can't experience. Nothing feels better than knowing you deserve more and acting on it. Once you feel this, there's no going back and the word settling leaves your vocabulary permanently in all aspects of your life. So I hope somebody found this helpful in any way possible. And I wanted to end this episode with a quote as per usual. There's a purpose to every failed relationship. The purpose isn't to encourage you to lower your expectations, but rather to raise your standards. So... With that being said, thank you so much for joining and I hope you found some part of this helpful. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.